0: Chapter 28. Murder on the Orient Express by Agatha Christie Since it's November, the month where we pick up movie and TV show adaptations, we have chosen the novel Murder on the Orient Express by the renowned mystery author Agatha Christie, adapted by Kenneth Branagh. So hop with us on the Orient Express! with a second-class carriage for a spoiler-free review and a first-class spoiler carriage for those of you who have read the book. Choose your ticket wisely. We post on Wednesdays. Turn the page. Welcome to another chapter of Between the Pages. If this is your first time joining us on our podcast, we welcome you. My name is Nisma, And my name is Hanin. We host this podcast together where we review books and recommend them for you. We usually have non-spoiler
1: chapters for those of you who want a spoiler-free review of a book. And a spoiler chapter where we simply review the book to every single detail. However... We've recently started doing them, doing the chapter parts combined. As in, you'd get a non-spoiler at the beginning of the chapter, and then we would warn you when we're going to start the spoiler chapter. Mm
0: -hmm. Spoiler part. Spoiler part. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll basically we'll combine the non-spoiler and spoiler into one episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And today we have, uh, since this is our tv show slash movie, movie month yeah, <laughs> yeah. november is usually for that purpose yeah uh we have chosen murder on mm-hmm. the orient express yes. yeah simply because we know that death on the nile is going to come out soon so mm-hmm. we thought maybe we'd refresh our minds a little because and the trailer is amazing guys <laughs> <laughs> i've yeah. seen
1: it nisma hasn't so, yeah. No, I
0: haven't. You <laughs> <laughs> watch it
1: after we recorded. I record. didn't know it was out. I I, I like. I had this good idea. What if it's out? And I searched it and I'm like, oh, yeah. it's there. And I watched it. Wow. <laughs> wow. I was simply curious if they filmed it here in Egypt because I saw this post a while ago that they're coming here to Egypt to film. Mm-hmm. And I thought of wow, what if I can get on the crew or something? Like, <laughs> nothing came up. Like It's so under... Closed off, yeah. yeah. Under the radar. Under the radar. And recently I was in the Guna Film Festival and uh, one of the actors, Ali Fazal, I think is Indian, huh oh uh, he was there and he gave a master class that I didn't attend but <laughs> seriously <laughs> yeah I was, why did you go there <laughs> I was sick that day I got sick the whole trip <laughs> but like I was fighting it when like when I can't get up and go I went like, oh yeah. you
0: got sick mm. oh no yeah right you were sick when you left when, when yeah right, I knew yeah. that yeah Oh, that's sad. Anyway, <laughs> we're here to
1: talk about Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, that was I think the movie was two years ago. It Was in yeah. two thousand and eighteen. Mm-hmm. I think. Yep. Maybe. Anyway, yeah, I've watched it, and we both have watched it. So we watched it
0: together. No, I no, think. no. I've no? watched.
1: It was I was on vacation. Who and did I it.
0: watch it with? Oh, my brother. Uh, okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> I rarely watch movies with my yeah. brother, so. It's like
1: Harry Potter. Rare occasion.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. Britain. There's only like certain things that mm-hmm. he watches. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, so we, we read this book knowing the end. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We did know the end, and I think that kind of spoiled it for us, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I was. This wasn't. Okay, for the non-spoiler, I'm not going to say, of course, for those of you who have watched the movie or haven't yet, um, we're not going to spoil anything I guess with the mystery thing, wait
1: till you read the book.
0: Yeah, Yeah. wait till you read it. Uh Um, I wouldn't watch the movie first. Maybe read the book and then your expectations will be met even higher and higher and higher (laughs) in the movie. True, (laughs) true. Like, the actor is mind-blowing the actor and director and director and Johnny Depp I mean Johnny Depp come on (laughs) (laughs) I mean who doesn't love (laughs) who doesn't love Johnny Depp Uh so I think like simply the movie was the reason why we read this book yes and
1: I even got the movie cover yeah. It's my thing. <laughs> I like to wait till the movie is out and I can get the movie cover of a book mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and watch the movie
0: first. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I would have loved to do that, but I kind of like the one with the, uh, like, mm. the bubbles coming out of the, the, the train. Smoke. Like, it's, yeah. it's like the blood, mm. you know? I love that. And... I don't know. I kind of liked it more than the movie cover. But Mm -hmm. the movie cover is still very, very pretty. Yeah, it is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the movie cover itself is very amazing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, we have a summary to read for those of you who don't know what the book is
1: about mm-hmm. to get an idea mm-hmm. and i think it's better to read summaries here i know you can read them anywhere but uh it's better than us like confusing you i think
0: yeah i think we would just ramble on if we just summarize the whole thing ourselves mm-hmm. goodreads just you know does it for us <laughs> so they say uh, the book description says Just after midnight, a snowdrift stops the Orient Express in its tracks. The luxurious train is surprisingly full for the time of the year. But by the morning, it is one passenger fewer. An American tycoon lies dead in his compartment, stabbed a dozen times, his door locked from the inside. Isolated and with a killer in their midst, Detective Hercule Poirot must identify the murderer in case he or she decides to strike again. I guess it does sound kind of thrilling. Mm-hmm. Once you read the summary, it's like, oh my god, they're in this locked space. Mm-hmm. They can't leave.
1: Yeah, They have
0: to figure out who the murderer is. And it's quite clear one of these people on the train is the murderer. Like, mm-hmm. it can't be anyone else. Yes, especially
1: the last line, if they would strike again. So yes. it makes you, like, want to read the book
0: exactly so actually
1: we didn't read the summary before reading the book no we, we already didn't.
0: had watched the movie yeah we kind <laughs> but, of yeah. knew what it was about mm-hmm. and what were our expectations and were they met or not mm, they weren't <laughs> yeah i think my expectations were like way up there mm-hmm. you know and they weren't met even in the slightest. And I think it has something to do with Agatha Christie's style of writing. writing. Yes,
1: yes, I agree. Like, this was our first novel for Agatha Christie. And I remember in high school, people were mad about her. They They buy all her books and they keep reading and reading and reading mystery after another, after another, after another. I don't know. We aren't the mystery stories. No, not at all. no. We picked it up because of the movie and,
0: like, I'll say this, the movie was better. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly. Sorry, Agatha Christie fans. We're sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, kind of. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, look, the, the thing is that Agatha Christie's style of writing is very narrative. No, I'm sorry, very descriptive and not narrative. Mm. It's just describing the things that are happening. Very and very factual and yes. dry. It's yes. dry. oh yeah. my god, you just explained it. Uh-huh. Factual and dry. Right, yeah, yes. I mean, it doesn't get that. But I think we're used to something else. Mm. We're used to Sarah J. Mas and v- Veronica Roth and Marissa Mayer. And mm. they're like such like s- such f- full of Claire, yeah. Uh, full of passion mm. and so much um inner monologue that we're so used to that and knowing what the characters think Mm -hmm. so once we start reading a story which is from the third point of view and we don't even get to know what they're thinking Mm, or feeling yeah I mean
1: like Hercule Poirot if you have watched Sherlock for example Mm -hmm. like there is a mystery in or a murder in every episode yeah and you follow that and you're hooked with that okay Mm -hmm. But there is also development in the character and a conflict that he has yes. to like overcome and yes. he has to grow in some way and develop
0: feelings in a certain area or I think that's the problem. I think her Rose's character very... is flat. It's flat, exactly. It's not dynamic mm-hmm. in any way. Yeah. He there's no progress, there's no change. He believes he's right. He be- he believes he's smart and who has the right answers to everything, he mm. might even be a little bit snobbish, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? that's what we felt reading it. And
1: like in the, in the movie, for example, yeah. there was this bit about uh, him uh, measuring if the uh, his two boiled eggs are <laughs> the same height. Yeah. And, like he was kind of quirky. And yeah, like kind this... of a little bit OCD, mm-hmm. you know, going on. Yeah, he had character. <laughs> yeah.
0: Here it's just, Murder and... I think... Facts. I, I think, think Hakruparo is more entertaining on screen. Mm-hmm. Why? Because there's a lot to work with for an actor, mm-hmm. you know? Because the character is so flat, he can make him dynamic in his own way, you know? He can take something and think, okay, I think he is this way because he likes it this way, mm-hmm. you know? I think... Or maybe something happened in his childhood that made him this person, you yes. know? And... We have nothing. We have no insight whatsoever. (laughs) And I I keep wondering, how did the director... I
1: think he wrote the film as well Mm -hmm. and acted in it. He's amazing. You know, my first introduction to that director, Kenneth Branagh, I think, Hmm. um, was in uh, Cinderella. He's the one who directed that movie. And I was like, oh (laughs) Anyway, um, my point was... Wow, I lost track. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I wonder what he was thinking when he adapted it. He put so much into it. So much color and layers and, and thought. deepness and yeah. thoughts, you know? Yeah. You need, unlike the book, Kenny, what did he find
0: in there that he developed? I, I don't see it. <laughs> really? I, yeah. I mean, it's kind of... Uh, an art form in itself to Mm. take something that has no dynamic whatsoever and to put dynamic into it, you know? And I think that takes a lot of talent Mm -hmm. (laughs) because you don't want to offend people who love Agatha Christie as well. You don't want to make something else entirely. You still want to stay true to the character itself. Okay.
1: Let's imagine that we were reading it not having a background whatsoever to the story. Mm -hmm. I think we would be carried away with... Um, the detail the detail or the evidence and the lies he caught and the detail yes he noticed Mm -hmm. like this carries you along you want to know who
0: true who committed the murder yeah but that's just it, if that's your thing. <laughs> that's really just it. And it's th- I think it's for people also who love to find clues, mm. you know? Yeah. Who like to figure it out on- by themselves. Yeah, you and know? maybe read between the lines. Maybe yeah. we didn't do that and no. got lazy
1: because we already know.
0: Yeah. But, yes. I mean, I did kind of get lazy, mm. yeah. The only thing that really got me through it was Dan Stevens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I had the audiobook with... Uh, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. So I felt
0: like so I felt like am more in the movie, uh-huh. you know? Well, Dan Stevens gave it a really beautiful twist and mm-hmm. I think it was I I have such a fondness for Dan Stevens. It now that I even recently stopped uh, f- finished watching Legion, so ah, he's still very so... fresh uh-huh. in my in my head. Yeah. So I have this familiar like thing in my mind where i'm still very attached to the voice Mm -hmm. so i think dan stevens was like really the only thing that was keeping me going with the story (laughs) and i think the reason why people are so attached to these novels or books whatever you can call them um are the shortness of them Mm. i think someone who wants to be a reader yeah i remember you saying that yeah someone who loves to be called a reader Mm -hmm. okay um, or to be in that niche with with like bookworms and everything. Mm-hmm. but they can't read like huge novels and don't have the nerve or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe they don't like fantasy or uh, fiction or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Agatha Christie is the perfect thing for you. you know, it's mm-hmm. not it's not a huge commitment. You still get the the cha- the same character who you know throughout the, th- the series. There's are mm. different series as well. There's one with um, my mom is a huge fan of her Coopero. She really. watched uh, his TV show. Mm. She read um, some of his novel, some of the novels, but that was like years ago. And recently, she wa- she listens to like audiobooks in German. Though, yeah, in German. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, what was I gonna say? They're um, short. You were saying. Yeah. They're short and oh yes, there is another series, with I think it's from Agatha Christie as well. Her the character is named Miss Marple. Mm-hmm. It's a woman in this in this case, and she's British. Mm-hmm. So she has the same idea, and she she kind of tackles the 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 like the spectrum of like feminism and stuff like that, but in a subtle way, you know. Mm-hmm. And she's uh, an older woman. She's like in her. 60s maybe mm. 60s 60s okay yeah. so she's an older woman yeah, yeah. and she's not like a typical you know character yes. no not a typical character mm-hmm. and she's um like fighting her way through and she's like the wo- kind of woman who sticks her nose into, like, <laughs> into places where it shouldn't go you know yeah. and then, like i really enjoyed watching those on screen but i'm not sure if i would enjoy reading that mm. you know again with like murder mystery and all that i i, I feel like i'm repeating myself i've ha- i have said that over and over <laughs> in other podcasts I no i keep thinking are we going to read death on the nile though i think um it's quite bigger than mm. murder on the orient express maybe we should read it before we watch the movie maybe yeah so maybe. we're like surprised with uh-huh. the movie
1: yeah Maybe that's the idea. I love that trailer. I have no idea. I watched it twice. Wow. <laughs> you must watch okay, it.
0: I have to watch it now. <laughs> it's more darker.
1: Like <laughs> when Hercule Poirot appeared in the trailer, it mm-hmm. was quite late like same with the murder on the mm-hmm. Orient Express. And his eyes were devastating. Like he was devastated, I mean. Felt like Oh my god. And he was
0: holding a gun at someone. <gasps> yes. No, a gunpoint? Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Okay, do intense. not spoil for the people who haven't yeah. watched the Murder on the Orient Earth yet. I <laughs> anyway, uh, I think we'll stop here with the non spoiler and we'll move into the spoiler. So, for those of you who haven't read the book, um, stop here and go read the book and come back. <laughs> <laughs> okay for the spoiler okay so we don't have that many comments i think mm-hmm. i think we've pretty much said all the important stuff in the non-spoiler but mm. they're just like some few things um for example the narrative point of view that was in the novel was not bearable for mm. me at least like the third person not knowing what they were thinking um like, I have a pretty strong example for when when uh, Mr. Ratchet was killed mm-hmm. and I didn't know what Hakuporo was thinking because before that, we knew that Mr. Ratchet came to him and asked him for help. Even though Mr. Ratchet was a pretty shady guy, mm. did he feel guilty at least that he died without him helping or refusing to help him? Because Hakuparu is someone who finds murderers Mm. okay so what's wrong with finding a murderer before he's murdered (laughs) you know
1: (laughs) preventing
0: someone's death you know yeah why look for the murder after think they're that killed that would have been aslan a great dynamic in yes. his
1: character feeling that when it wherever he goes a murder happens
0: and yes. like is
1: death following him or something something you know?
0: like that or the thought process of maybe um maybe because of his ocd mm. maybe he'd have like this uh, this kind of obsessive behavior like he'd feel guilty for not helping the guy. But later on. Like he'd have this ambition. Like before mm. he he refused even looking for the murderer. Mm. He said no. I want nothing to do with this. And I'm like yeah okay fine. Maybe he maybe the thought process would have been. I feel guilty. I don't want nothing to do with this. This was all my fault. Something like that. And then yeah. he'd use that guilt into making. Into, into, like, into finding the murderer. You yeah. know. But it was just pure. Um like pure business mm. you know there was nothing no soul no passion in it yes you know exactly yes so i even, don't even know why he works why he works this job yeah you
1: know and and like there was something about uh like for example the first we knew that mr ratchet is evil mm-hmm. the way she she said it or like Described it? Described it was like, we're not babies. Give us, give us some... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yes, yeah, It yeah. was very plain. So don't tell.
0: Very it's like, plain, yeah. yes. It was like... Something I still struggle with It was like, like myself. I'm 12,
1: <sighs> you know, and reading this. I would want to know this plainly, but not... I wish I had the quote, but... Or like <clears throat> the paragraph. But it goes on like that.
0: Like he describes characters in a way that's... Like, like, he desc- he describes them from the outside, mm, you know? Like, yeah. what he sees. Kind yeah. of like Sherlock, but more in a judging way.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Even even he knows what's inside them or what troubles them, but the way she writes about it is hmm. plain.
0: It is plain. Yeah, I mean, it is plain. It is plain.
1: It felt like I'm reading a report, a journal, an article, not a novel, where there is... yeah depth to
0: character exactly which brings me to my point of the that the novel felt like literally a series of questions and answers and answers like literally you feel like you're walking from the tip of the train till the end of the train just asking questions and getting answers Mm -hmm. and it's like when you watch like a cop show you know Literally, the asking and asking questions and getting answers is literally only a small part of the of like the TV show, mm. you know. Yes. Where they ask the murderer, and that's probably like literally at the end of the episode where they ca- catch the murderer. Mm. And I hated that it was so part of the of the of the story. Like, yeah. do something else. <laughs> <laughs> the whole story was basically him interviewing. The
1: the passengers. Yes,
0: everything was just interviewing, interviewing, interviewing. So that's why I'm begging you. And there is no no soul to the place.
1: Like he was in, uh, what's the country? Um, The Arabic country. Like before Istanbul, he was in... Mm-hmm. Uh, something like Baghdad, I think. Yeah. Now. Somewhere, I mean, An Arabic you, don't, you don't see the city, you don't yeah. see the architecture, you don't hear the people, see the streets, like in the movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, people might disagree with me and say that movies are easier to show, but I mean, no, in novels, like, where is it's the environment, the setting he's in? Yeah. It's just on the go, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Something about this novel is is classical, but not in the way as in it's a Pride and Prejudice novel. No, it's yeah. in the way where in fourth grade they gave you classic novels to read. <laughs> it's it's that it's that type of writing, you know. I remember
0: or... saying before as well. I just remember that mm-hmm. and that I think the reason why Agatha Christie is famous for because she did what she did first mm. you know she's one of a kind because no one did what she did before her like mm. she's a woman and she's writing these um like murder mysteries and like people are on their toes you know because it's just new and like out of the box for them like mm. the time they were published for the first time but so wasn't i think
1: sherlock holmes published first or i think conan arthur conan doyle doyle
0: Let's fact check that. First published in Great Britain by Collins nineteen thirty
1: four. I think Colin Doyle was published in the eighteen hundreds. Really? Mm. mm
0: My bad then. But I, I'm s I'm like talking about the the aspect As a woman. Of, as maybe. a woman, yeah, you know. And maybe
1: at that time, people I mean, of course she she didn't that yeah. I
0: don't know. I mean, if you compare it to Sherlock Holmes, of course, Sherlock Holmes wins all the way, mm. but uh, for us, <laughs> maybe it doesn't for other people, but I think like she has such a huge collection, like, mm. do you see any other author having this amount of books with one character and this constant ideas that she gets? Of making another Mm. murder murder Mm. mystery and another one and another one. These are the novels.
1: What about the short stories? You know, it's a lot. It's a lot. She has written a lot. Yes, Mm -hmm. I give her that.
0: Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean, good for her. (laughs) <laughs> if people like it good for them mm. <laughs> we're not really murder mystery but, yeah, fans i'm going to stay with my fantasy books and my <laughs> <laughs> but i mean the idea of them
1: becoming as a sort of jury each one playing their role mm. the actress like with my daughter thinks my daughter says my daughter <laughs> like yes there was a bit of amusement humor. there mm-hmm. and humor
0: and and oh, you a collection of characters. You should have heard Dan Stevens' accent with the woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you really have to. He made it so so Southern. Like, he really nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't like Kenneth's... runners. Uh,
1: Kenneth's... Um, you didn't like take it? Take on it. Like with the woman. Oh, uh, with the woman? It was no, so nasally, listen, kid Yeah, I don't know.
0: No, listen to Dan Stevens' ones. Just, yeah. you <laughs> Even for someone who hasn't, like, listened to the audiobook before, go ahead and listen to it. I really mm. recommend either... Just for the performance. Yeah, for the performance alone. It's really yeah. entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. While you're cooking or doing something. Yeah. Something else,
1: I, I found myself... Uh uh-huh. Sort of adapting, like they call each other's, uh, each other's, <laughs> each other, monsieur and madame.
0: Yeah, and, and they uh, just
1: put an M. Yes, and I'm like, and it's different than Mr. and Ma'am and Mrs. And mm-hmm. And like, I felt like when I'm talking to strangers I, or, or like men, I want to call them monsieur, you know? <laughs> 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 I felt like when I'm f- approaching someone, I want to call him monsieur. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: god. Yeah. Imagine if you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have been classy. <laughs> I think uh the the not the the books of Agatha Christie are just merely like little little snacks you mm. know for readers yeah like an out something to read
1: on a bus going yes. somewhere mm-hmm. like i mean long travel like yeah the, something to finish on a bus on a train
0: on a train <laughs> <laughs> wink wink, wink, wink <laughs> <laughs> <and tint. laughs> oh my god
1: <laughs> but yeah like other than the di- the um, diversity of the characters um, and their roles and their quirks, I think, and like maybe the characters had more drama or, or guilt or sorrow more than Hercule Poirot, you know.
0: Yes. Hercule Poirot. Hercule Poirot. Hercule. At your service. I say it in the American Hercule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I feel so ridiculous and when I say it in French. Hercule. <laughs> Hercule. <laughs>
1: Who, uh, in, uh in the movie, it was kind hinted at that he keeps, like, correcting his name. Mm-hmm.
0: Like,
1: yes, yes. That
0: give it Hercul. some... Hercule. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Hercule, whatever. <laughs> I find myself repeating after him. But that wasn't in the book, and I... I you know what know. else I loved in the movie? The flashbacks. Mm-hmm. When he tried to figure out something. Uh-huh. While he was narrating the thing happening, they actually showed the scene. Yeah. You know? I love it when that mm-hmm. when they do that. Yes. Like the director chooses to actually visually shoot, uh, show you the scene that are, mm-hmm. might have happened. You know? <laughs> Did yeah. it happen
1: this way? Did it and not? And even when he was looking at them, the camera movement with the point of view. Oh, and... It was amazing. The... Mm-hmm. The, uh, the view
0: angle from uh, from the top, yes, you could see and them looking at him passing. One of my favorite scenes is the one before he enters with the camera into the room from the top. Mm-hmm. So he has the camera in the hallway on the train. And mm-hmm. you can just see characters coming into the shot, going into the room, coming out going in again and you don't see what is in the room mm. you know <laughs> you're yeah. like god damn it just show me what's in the room yeah. i want to see <laughs> you know that's when they found the body that uh, was the scene uh, okay yes, yeah. and then finally when hercule Parole arrived um hercule arrived <laughs> and entered the room that's when they eh, Uh, Entered the room with the camera, so they were like, "Nope, we're not entering the room until Hercule Poirot arrives." And that and that like stays with the point
1: of view of him. He's the one telling the story. We, the audience, don't know anything until he knows it and sees it and hears it. Exactly,
0: the story moves with him. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, he stops moving. We stop moving. He Mm -hmm. goes. We go. Yeah. Like, I guess. Overall, um, the movie is much better Uh (laughs) from this perspective. Yes. Um, We probably would have ended up on the safer side if we read the book first and and then watched the movie, which we would recommend for you to do if you want to read Murder on the Orient Express. We're not going to stop you. (laughs) And, yeah. Let's try harder. Who was your favorite character? Who was my favorite character? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's difficult to say. (laughs) I can't remember
1: all of them. Okay. Can you remind me? Uh, There was Miss
0: Debenham. Mm. I loved her character, Mrs. Hubbard. Ah, yes, the actress. The actress and her Mm -hmm. performance was insane. Mm -hmm. And she's the one who explained it all in the end. She, like... She looked so guilty in an obvious way. You think it's not her at mm. all, you know? Because wa- mom, my mom watches Murder Mysteries all the time. Like, uh-huh. it's her thing. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm fed up with them. <laughs> who knows? So, there's this kind of pattern, you know? Mm-hmm. Those who are so obvious, when you look at them, it's like, okay, they definitely did it. They're usually not the ones. Because, mm. like... The directors want to throw you off. They want to like, okay, no, that's too obvious. It's too easy. It can't be her or him, Mm -hmm. you know, Yeah. in the moment. But I think from the performance-wise, because she was so dramatic, you know, and so involved in everything, she wanted to know what's going Uh on all the time. Yes. So I think Miss Hubbard... Hubbard? Hubbard, Hubbard. Mrs. Hubbard was... One of my favorites. My daughter thinks. What would my daughter
1: think? What would my daughter (laughs) think? Who else was there? I think I would like Mary Debenham.
0: Okay. (gasps) Yes. Oh, my God. And uh, Princess... uh, What? Dragomith? Something. something I don't know. Something like that.
1: (laughs) And... uh, He was there, too? Wait. Book? He was the train conductor. Oh. You know who he looks like? The guy from 50 shades of grey. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I like the Countess. The like countess? in the book. Like she didn't appear that much in the movie mm, and mm, she was mm. sort of on drugs. Yeah. Uh, or like sleep drugs,
0: but in the movie yeah. I liked her. Right, uh with the overprotective uh boyfriend or husband. Husband. Or husband. husband. Yes. 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 Yes, right. Right. <laughs> Those were very cute. Yeah. Mm. Right, so Miss Mrs. Hubbard Hubbard, okay, Mary Debenham, Debenham. Um, who else? Countess, the Countess, we'll just call her the Countess because I can't see her second name. (laughs) Yeah, do we have anything else to add? No, no, (laughs) so. Thank you for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed this episode chapter yes. and we hope you enjoyed the book. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you do. And we'll see you in the next one. Um 5 feet apart. Yeah,
1: 5 feet apart. 5 I think. feet apart. We're still going with movies <laughs> and TV shows.
0: All okay. right.
1: Thank you for making it till the end of this chapter. We hope your journey on our express was amusing. We hope you decide to travel with us again. Our next stop is chapter 29, five feet apart, by authors Lipankot, Daughtry, and Iconis. I hope I'm pronouncing this right. We post on Wednesdays, mark the page for chapter 29.
0: (laughs) That was good.